Listener Production. They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. All right, mate. Australia has been waiting long enough. It's been now three days since you, Alex Dyson, promised us the story of a lifetime. In the intro on Tuesday, which yeah. I hijacked, then yeah. I hijacked it again because it was opposite yeah. day yesterday. And you know what, mate? You know what? You're hijacking it now <laughs> because you know the more you hype it up, the worse it'll turn out. So you know what? I'm not going to tell you the story. No, and you are just going to suffer in your jocks not knowing forever what I was going to talk about. And you know what? You're going to laugh now and it's like, but it's going to eat at you. It's going to eat at you, mate. You're going to wonder what, what was Dyson going to talk about. Was it better than me moving to Brisbane? Was it worse? Well, guess what? You'll never know. Sucked in. What do we got on the show? What is... Sorry. Are you serious? <laughs> You're not going to tell us... No! Just tell us the story. Well, you were hyping it up too much. And I've done this before on radio, right? Tommy Ballard one time. I had a weekend and I just came in on Monday. I go, you know what could be a funny thing is a choose-your-own-talkback adventure. Well, I say the topic, like the title of three stories that happened to be on the weekend, it was like scrumptious surprise something like this and flight fiasco and i asked the text line what do you want to hear and they chose let's say scrumptious surprise and so i told that story i thought that was the end of it but tommy in all his wisdom goes well tomorrow we're going to be hearing about all the other other ones ones." and then the next day which is the worst story he said we've been waiting three days for a flight fiasco and then i tell the story and then he deliberately goes was that it I'm like, mate, it was meant to be a cheery little thing. I get absolutely stitched up. So I'm sorry, brother, but you are not getting it out of me. All right. Well, look, let's see what else we can talk about. Shout out to everyone who remembers me telling the story. Flight fiasco back in about 2010. Now there's honestly four stories that I want to hear from you. Damn it. All right. Look, we do have a big show for you today. Actually, some some seriously funny, funny stuff. No, 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 on no. Today's show. Don't, you you're oh, missing sorry. the point. Sorry, no, 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 okay. you're right. You're right. It'll be an okay Just episode some okay, of a podcast. You know, stuff that we're talking about. It's fine. I mean, you probably don't even want to laugh today, anyway. Yeah. That's happening uh, very, very shortly. We've got mailbag. Maybe we'll talk about QR codes. Oh, we're talking about an absolute Barry Crocker on. A no, first we're talking day. about a bit of a, a bit of a stuff up on the first oh, day of work. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing that would have made headlines around the world. Um, and, yep. <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoy this episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. No lie. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Are you a tipper, Alex Dyson? A tipper in what way? Well, do you tip the service? I'm going to take that as a no. (laughs) I was trying to come up with a way to say just how much I don't tip. (laughs) But I can't even find the words for how reticent I am to actually give a tip. Well, you own a... You own a, you know, and run a, a hospitality venue. Certainly do. There is a bar. And I mean, do you have a tip jar or a tip? No. No? No. You're not interested in it? No. There's a thing, part on the website, it's donations. If people want to help out a, you know, independent arts organization that puts on stand-up comedy and podcasts and such, Mm. they're welcome to go and make a donation. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But you don't tip (laughs) for service. We pay our staff. (laughs) Yeah. Right. 
Yep. And then you just keep your money. <laughs> you keep yours. Keep your money. We'll pay our staff. Yep. Well, and then that's it. This is how much something happy. costs. You know that going in. Leave it at that. Me and me and Belle had a nice fancy dinner the other day. I tipped $37. You are an absolute animal. Get out of my sight. <laughs> and a I, place that's already charging you through the nose. You give some more money. Well, I just, you know, I was kind of like, oh, you know, 5 10% or whatever it was. And then I was like, and I really like the restaurant and I like the waiters. But as I pressed 10% and showed up $37, <laughs> as I paid it, I was like, God, that's too much. $37. I mean, they came over to our table like four times in the night. You know what I mean? That's like, it is. it was way too much. But I just kind of, I feel really guilty, especially when they're standing there, you know, going like, we hope you enjoyed everything. <laughs> Oh, I just, man, the, oh, the, f- the fuming. I want to take off money. I want to unorder something <laughs> when someone goes, oh, just choose an option and then click OK. And they you, put that F plus machine that says leave like a tip. <laughs> and they force me whilst it's suddenly they become bird watchers looking at the sky. <laughs> when you go to click no tip, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to move on with my life. And shame on you for putting me in this position. Well, tipping has been in the news a lot recently, Alex Dyson, because it's been part of this new QR code movement. How, what do you think about this? Well, QR codes, I mean, it was that thing where it's like when they first came out, people were like, oh, stop trying to make these things happen. You know, they'd be on posters for things. You're like, there's no way. that They went away for a while. COVID comes along. I mean, two people did well out of COVID. Billionaires. <laughs> Profits up 50% and QR codes <laughs> who just waltzed on back into fashion after that one, didn't they? But I find like often I'll be at a venue, I order from the QR code, yep. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and then you go up to the bar going, hey, where's our stuff? It's just sitting on the bar or like no one's, there's yep. no communication. Yep. Right? Whereas you just actually order from the bar, it's all happening. But this is what's happening with the QR codes, Alex Dyson. They're asking for a tip when yep. you order. From the QR code. Same as the car rides, same as the delivery services. <laughs> they don't pay their people enough. <laughs> but people are getting angry about the QR codes because they're asking you to tip before you've even had the service. Yep. And you're doing all the work. Yeah. You're the one that's in there. There's no service. There's no. They're not coming out to check on you. So there's a big argument. So we are, I asked on our Instagram, at matt.n.alex, you know, is this okay? What do you think? Resounding nose. Yep. Absolutely. I, I rarely do you ask a question on our Instagram and get a hundred percent nos. <laughs> it's a cost of living crisis as it is. I know, but but what, but what about the um? We're going to round up to the nearest dollar and give those cents to a charity. What do you think of that? Oh, I mean that's a bit different. A little bit different. If it if it ends up at a charity, Bron, you you saw something with a QR code recently? I saw online that a few people are now um, posting the QR code at the table that they're at at a restaurant and putting a link up to the menu to ask people to pay for, like, their drinks and snacks. <laughs> See, I think... So, like, they're at a restaurant, the QR code on the table order here, they'll take a photo of that, put it on, like, their Insta stories mm-hmm. and then say, oh, yeah, I'm at this pub right now. Anyone order me a drink? Yeah. yeah that'd be nice of you. Okay. That's, okay. That's pretty funny. A little pay it forward. I'm going to put my prejudice glasses on or my mm. stereotyping glasses on just for a second apologies in advance for brushing people with the same strokes i'm going to assume 
that this is mainly girls doing this on Instagram. Whoa. <laughs> you sexist pig. Cancel him. Oink. 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 Could you imagine <laughs> me trying to do getting away with that? Hi guys, just wanted yeah. to can someone please buy me a drink? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, would I get spent $37 so on nothing when I could have bought more food or drinks with it. <laughs> I would get absolutely shredded. It's surely only girls are doing this, Bron. I've only... I'm, I'm sure the boys are going, hey, hey lads, I'm at the pub. Who wants to shout me? <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> Bloody hell. Grow on that curly tail. Just... Grab your finger and lift up those nostrils, mate, because that's what you're being right now. <laughs> Apologies to all of our uh, listeners who have made to feel uncomfortable by this chauvinist <laughs> in <Right>. our midst. <laughs> I'm sorry to make it up to all of you lovely ladies, yeah. I'll buy you, you a drink on Instagram. Apologize? Just <laughs> buy, girls. Uh, I'll post buy it. you all a drink. <laughs> post me your QR codes. There's on a round gram. on Okai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a tip, Matt. Do not stereotype on the pod. There's a tip for you. See, I am a tipper. Alex Dyson, it's always tough starting. A new job, isn't it? The nerves. Oh, yeah. Not knowing where things go. <laughs> yep. Not knowing what you really need to do a lot of the time. You're literally just sitting there going, what is my job? What do you want from me? I know I'm selling my body and brain to you, <laughs> but yeah. what do you want me to do with it? You, you're there saying, I know I am the head of team experience <laughs> as part of the New South Wales sales representatives <laughs> of, you know, this Australasia. Yeah, exactly. But- I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. Yep. Right? And every now and then, if that pressure isn't enough, sometimes on your first day, you make a boo-boo. Yeah, boo-boo's no good. Yeah. And you are more empathetic than most to the plight of newbies on the, uh, on the work stage. Oh, man. I mean, look, we had, a, we had a segment for a while that was called Career Enders, where I had to discuss all of the times that I... Almost ruined my career. And because, you I mean, with jobs like acting, you turn up on set. That is mm. your first day at this That's new it. job. That's it. You know, and then sometimes you're only there for a day. And sometimes you don't even get there for the day because you're having a schnitty and playing pokies at Hotel <laughs> LA and you miss the call from the producers saying, where are you? Come mm. and be this waiter on this American TV show mm. that you were hired to do. And we left a <laughs> voicemail on your phone last week about. But anyway, so sometimes you stuff up. Not as much, though. As poor British Airways flight attendant, did you see this? I did not. On his first day, accidentally activates the emergency slide as the jet was taxiing. Oof. Right? So this thing pops out. The door flies off. Now, look, I don't know. Have you ever tried to repack a tent? (laughs) Have you ever tried to put a blow-up mattress back in its box? Even just a sleeping bag back <laughs> yeah, in its things. Like, how did they get it in here before? <laughs> you try packing a Boeing 777's emergency slide back into its little hole <laughs> while everyone's waiting on the plane. Uh-uh, it ain't happening. <sighs> Got to get all the air bubbles out just to make sure it packs tightly. So emergency crew gets deployed. 
So the fire trucks that were always on call, do they like go, slides been Absolutely. There would be sirens and everything. Like, oh, (laughs) people pull up, right? They just pushed back from the, um, like the, the terminal. Yep. Okay. Was moments from takeoff when, right? All the passengers on board, not knowing what the hell's going on. There's emergency crews suddenly around. They all now have to wait four hours on the tarmac. Because they can't taxi the plane back to the terminal with a big slide hanging out the side of it. No, no, it's got to stay right there. And then they, people still aren't sure whether there's an emergency or not. Could they just go down the slide? <laughs> That's, you'd think, hey. Surely. They had to all then, when they finally got back to wherever they were needing to go, get on a different jet, okay, minus the rookie flight attendant who was immediately stood down as um, as declared by news.com.au. How did they accidentally deploy it? Did they think that that door was the door to the toilet? To just like, oh, I better get it I don't know. In? You know, they always do something where that, like, they, you know, pull like levers and stuff. something. Well, they had, like, cross-check and disarm doors or arm doors. I mean, I'm yeah. assuming that's it had something to do with that. Yeah. I mean, you'd think it would be, there'd be a pretty big sign saying, hey, not this one. <laughs> you know, not this lever. Because... You know, passengers sit next to the same doors every single flight and don't set off the slide. I know. As reported by news.com.au, after missing the takeoff, right, slot, ordering a new slide, right? So I guess maybe they they must have just had to cut it off and get a new one. Just get the scissors, chop that one off. And switching the aircraft to then fly, $90,000, right? So old old mate. Cost the company 90G. First day. Well, we did ask you about your worst first day at work. And thank you for getting in touch via matt.n.alex. Keep an eye on your Instagram. We chuck a few questions out there all the time. Katie said, I'm a nurse. My first day of work was when I was walking a urinal full of wee from an old man and literally tripped over my own feet. Wee splashed all over my scrubs top and down my bra. I cried. Also, thanks to COVID masks for uh, covering my shame. <laughs> Christopher said on my first step into the office door, I accidentally stepped on the office puppy. <laughs> oh, no. How about would that be? Hi, guys. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, no. Made a new enemy. And Yuck. you know the office puppy is always owned by one of the big dogs. The little dogs are owned by the big dogs usually. <laughs> um, Annie said I had to call in sick on my very first day. It was not a good look, but I genuinely had gastro. Oh, the, uh, that, that whiffs. And your first day, chuck it a sickie. Yeah, when uh, your stomach contents needs the emergency slide, (laughs) things are not good. And Matthew gave us a call as well after seeing our messages on at Matt.an.alex. Matthew, you had a bad first day at a hospitality job. Yeah, I did. I uh, Back in the day, I was a waiter. And the first night, I worked on a Saturday and helped out the bar staff. And one of the trays I took out was a full tray of affogados. And as I put one down, it set the tray off. And I spilt the whole tray over an older lady and panicked and went to go get a towel to help her and then realized that it was my new boss's mum. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, was she an understanding uh, victim of affogato spillage? Yeah. Yeah. There was, I got out of there for a bit, but uh, I still kept my job, but. Oh, yeah, well, there I, you go. Uh, what to do. You almost you turned her into an affogato, really? Just <laughs> dousing her in a bit of coffee? When did you find out that it was his mum? Well, he, they came over and he was on shift as well and he came over and was helping and then it was one of the other girls that actually said that that's his entire family there. <laughs> 
Well, he must be pretty understanding. And, you know, good good on him for keeping you for a little while. So well done. No, yeah, thanks, boys. Bit of a gaffigado from Matthew there. But... Look, always feel free to get in touch. There's always a mailbag at the end of the week. Uh, Matt.and.alex is where you can have a chat to us or mattandalex.com.au. we get to the time of the week, Matthew, where we like to sift through the Matt and Alex mailbag. So thank you very much for all your correspondence over the last seven days. We've picked out a few of the best that we weren't able to get to at the time. And when I say the best, when it comes to our first one, Andy, I'm going to say it's the worst correspondence of the week. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, because Andy writes in relation to how to eat a pie, Bron coming through with the witch's brew, lifts the lid, pours the sauce in. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Mixes the cauldron. (laughs) She didn't say she puts a bit of eye of newt in there, but I wouldn't put it past her. Eats that and then has the lid as a little treat at the end. Andy says, as usual, Daiso is wrong. Why does he enjoy being wrong so much? (laughs) First shower pissing. That's what I was thinking as well. I was thinking the shower wee. Now hashtag pie gate. Will someone step in and stop this monster? No, I hear you. Yeah, this monster who wheezes in a toilet. Unbelievable, Andy. How do you you live with yourself, mate? It's not just Andy, mate. Han got in touch as well. Han Ristovich said, how to eat a pie. With regards to how to eat a pie, I eat them exactly as Bron described, even down to the top as a little treat. No other way to go about it. So there you go. Say you're at the footy. Let's bring producer Bron in. Say you're at the footy, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not like a lecture theatre and you can pull out a little tray that you you make this experiment (laughs) on. Are you doing this on your lap or something? How are you managing to negotiate all parts. Where do you put the top when you take it off? I mean, it sounds like an absolute nightmare. Oh, my God. Bron, is Alex embarrassing himself or what? (laughs) You're telling on yourself, bro. Stop it. Where do you put the pie whilst you're doing this? To be fair, I only really do this again in the privacy of my own home. (laughs) Yeah, where you can be yourself and enjoy it. Sometimes I use the lid as a little spoon if I'm out in public. (laughs) (laughs) You do you, Bron. You enjoy your little top treat spoonie. No judgment from me. Grace Scott got in touch, said, tell Matt he inspired me to get my 100 streak in Wordle as a New Year's resolution. Got it today. She sent a little uh, a Grace. little 100 streak screenshot. There you go. Some good digis as well, although what I will say is your uh, guessing them in fives is uh, a little bit further than you're guessing them in threes. You really want that three number to be better than your five if you want to. What's good. yours, Matt? Your three uh, let number. Me just have a look. What are you on now? What's your what's your streak at, mate? I'm on a current streak of one. Forgot to do it yesterday. <laughs> Sucker. I'm on 34 right now. And my ratios, my threes to fives is 94 to 96. So 94, you're lower on threes than Yeah, you're on look, fives. I'm two off, but Grace is 10 off. Well, my so... threes are 70. My fives, 61. Ooh. Oh, who's a big boy? Well done. Hello. Oh, I thought that I was the worst and I was wrong constantly. Well, well, well. (laughs) Douglas got in touch, said, I'm still stuck in early 2021 and enjoying it. Okay, so Douglas is listening to the early eps. That's a testament to this mailbag. You're able to get in touch at any point at all. Precisely. Says, 
But got to say, what gives me the squirmies is producer Bron saying the word news or new. It's not just her, I'll admit it. Youth of Australia taking on some absolute... And then Douglas says, oh, I'm not going to go rant dog on this. I'll catch up in a year or so. I think th- I think he says rat dong on this. Oh, he does on this. Mate, <laughs> Douglas has got some old references. Good this is on good, you, Douglas. Douglas. And do you know what the funny thing is? Douglas isn't going to hear this mailbag for another year. Until about 2024, <laughs> Douglas will be hearing himself on the mailbag. So good on you, Douglas. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank you for joining us here. Well, so on- wait. What does Bron say? How do you say the news, Bron? How do you say uh, the news? Stop the outro, Bron. How do you say news? Can you tell everyone that we're going to be back with a brand new episode on Monday? I'm so self-conscious now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you've... I've never... You know, Ma, she has called me out on this a year ago. So <laughs> if I must have been doing something bad in 2021. Ron, we're going to finish the episode. Tell okay. everyone that we're going to be back on Monday with a brand new episode. We're going to be back on Monday with a brand new episode. No, is that what it is? <laughs> Is, it, is that what you're I think doing? N O O that I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I like, oh, I like no. it how cows go mew. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thank you, Bron. We love you no matter what how you say news or new. But we also love mm. you, Douglas, for listening and getting in touch with the show. We're always here at matt.n.alex. You can do it over the weekend until we are back with a new episode on Monday. Hope you enjoy your time off. Bye bye. Have a good weekend. It is. Two days away. <laughs> Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.